Oh, man. I've been collecting strategy guides, so I was like, okay, I'm sold. Oh, can I tell you something, Mike? So I went on Amazon. I, was, I, I don't know. I was just browsing around one day, and uh, I saw they had an Elden, Ring, an Elden Ring strategy guide for $9.99. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's cheap. I'm like, I'm interested just to see, like, the artwork and stuff that's in it. I'm like... Yeah, it said, like, whatever, official strategy guide, nine ninety nine. so I bought it. It came in. It is the fucking shittiest printout <laughs> from some, like, like internet article. It's all black and white. It is garbage. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, that's annoying. I'm like, this is way too cheap. And it turns out it was way too cheap. What uh, Were there any reviews on it or anything? I, I don't even know. I think I, I don't even know if I actually looked at it. I think I was looking at something else, and like you know, at the bottom of the screen, it's like, oh, people also bought this, and I'm like, oh yeah, I would love to buy that. Oh man, at least it was cheap. Yeah, it was, if it was if it was like twenty five bucks, I would have been furious. But I, I guess <laughs> I learned my lesson, you know. Yeah. Who's playing music in the background? I don't hear anything. I don't hear anything. <laughs> it's Shane. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's one of my neighbors. <laughs> Shane, are we going to start this already? Start with what? Your, with and we lost them. Technology. <laughs> <laughs> your technological breakdowns. No, I'm not going to have a breakdown today. Excellent. I will I say that Miles told me he was fucking like falling on the ground laughing <laughs> at you having your technology issues last time. And I told him, I said, I'm like, Miles, I cut out like five minutes of it. <laughs> <laughs> Should have fucking left it all in. Oh, no, man. It was yeah, an incredible that amount. Well, that would have been... Hilarious because shame. Like half of it was was silence and you fumbling with the microphone. So <laughs> that was pretty funny though. Oh, good. God. You missed that one, Mike. That was just that was that. What even I'll admit it was funny. <laughs> but I completely lost my rag. It was just it was too comical. It's better than getting your rag. It's better not having a rag week. I just burned myself on this tea. God damn it. <sighs> Why is tea hot? Because you microwaved it too long. That's probably what did it. All right, let's get started. I have a bunch of things to do today, and none of them are fun. So let's yeah. get this one fun thing out of the way, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, now Ryan that's, has a breakdown. That's staying in there. <laughs> Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, 
with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. And we are back, All You Need Is Blood, episode number 122. I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo. Joining me are my co-hosts, as always, Mike Whittemore and Shane Smith. Fellas, how are we today? Yeah. Yeah. Great. I feel the same way. I spent way too much time outside yesterday, and, like, my sinuses and everything is just... Ugh, like, I wake up in the morning, and I just cannot get enough, like, mucus and shit out of my nose. It's incredible. That does sound incredible. Uh, so. Actually, because since I quit smoking six weeks ago, I'm feeling a lot clearer. Really? Yeah. And I'm sleeping better, too. That probably has something to do with, like, the stimulant, right? Doesn't that, like, you get, like, it's like having coffee, like, you get, like wound up from smoking you can do yeah hmm. mind you i was smoking 30 a day so yeah nice <laughs> I just, is, it, is that a lot i don't even know what that is yeah it's a lot <laughs> like what's a pack of cigarettes 15 20 20 okay yeah well good for you shane thank you very much it probably saves you some cash as well, right? Okay, <laughs> not very much. Not when I have a cat. Yeah, but in, instead of spending money on both, now you just have to spend money on one thing. Well, I think what he's saying is he didn't decrease uh, Ziggy's smoking routine. Oh, that so. makes sense. He was worse yeah. than Shane. Plus, his catnip addiction is getting out of control. It's getting ridiculous. Oh, I gotta it's move my control, microphone. Man. Seriously, not joking. I wake up to fucking catnip all over the bed, all over the floor. You know, kitchen counter. He's chopping lines out left, right, and fucking centre. He's probably doing it now. Chopping lines. <laughs> Sitting there with his little credit card, fucking hammering them out on the kitchen counter. You know, snorting it left, right, and fucking centre. It's like that episode of South Park without the cat orgy. I just watched this like video clip on YouTube of a Lamborghini where one of its special uh, features was that it had a cocaine mirror in the headrest. Ah! <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> ah, the 80s. And the 90s. Nuts. And the 2000s. All right, well, let's get this moving. Everybody, welcome to the podcast, where we like to discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including, but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. We are the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. If you want to reach the podcast, our Gmail is AllYouNeedIsBloodPod at gmail.com, the Facebook group AllYouNeedIsBlood, Instagram account AllYouNeedIsBloodPodcast, and if you're listening to us, that's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. Just type in all you need is blood and subscribe. <sighs> so, boys, what's going on other than cats and not smoking? You got like, You got to say somebody's name. You know what I mean. <laughs> you're the you're the leader here, right? I'm the leader. <laughs> um. I've been working a lot. I have been spending way too much money on music and records. Um, 
I beat Elden Ring, which was a big thing uh, oh. for me because it's my first FromSoft game, and that was a blast. Uh, the last boss took me a couple tries, which was cool because it was pretty challenging. Um, That's what you want. You, if you did it on the first try, you would have yeah. been upset. Yeah, it's it's. It, I was I was raging pretty hard with Val next to me. So nice. Um, <laughs> um, man, I've just been like nonstop with records. I haven't been buying insane amounts. Um, I just bought the Banjo Kazooie soundtrack on like a four LP thing. Um, <laughs> I need to be stopped. Um, besides that, I've just been, you know, just, just chilling, just cruising along. I had a root canal the other day. Ugh. So I guess when I, you know, when I became an adult, my exciting things in my life are now going to the dentist and, you know, going to the doctor and such. Uh, but other than that, uh, I haven't been playing anything else cause Elden Ring kind of like ruined video games for me. Um, I've been, I started my 365 days of horror again. So I, cause I hate myself and, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's the worst. I don't know why I decided to do it again. It's terrible. It's bad for me, but I get to, you know, see new movies and this is my fourth attempt. I did it once before, but every attempt I burn myself out too much. Like, uh, when I was laid off, I, I watched 157 movies just in October, and that destroyed me. <laughs> that killed me. So I'm going to not do that this time and try to limit myself. And I have I have a little bit of downtime at work, so I can watch a movie here and there at work. Um, oh. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a little easier. I'm going to try to just chill out and not focus on the numbers so much but what i can get in and uh yeah other than that been uh going good excellent how about you shane what have you been up to lately um last night i I, uh binge watched a tv show on netflix called first kill um which was interesting but um not as great as it it was made out to be uh, eight episodes of like two warring clans, and you know it's just it's kind of like nine hundred two one zero, but with vampires and hunters. Um, I'll go into that in a bit. Um, what else have I been doing? I've been getting rid of junk out of my flat. Um, I have been. Appeasing the Lord, that is Ziggy Stardust. And obviously hindering myself by supporting his drug habit. Uh, I am... I have been... Not sleeping. Um, been re-watching old films at old TV shows. And uh, basically, basically enjoying the weather because it's gotten sunny and warm here. That doesn't sound like the UK at all. No, it doesn't, does it? it in fact, it's kind of strange because I've got my door wide open and my windows are open. Mm. And Ziggy is being quiet. 
which is nice. Bearing in mind, five minutes before we started recording, he was being a gobby little cunt and wouldn't shut the fuck up. So it's quite nice, actually. Hey, he's a cat. He can do that. Yeah, but when I'm trying to... Uh, I said to him, I said, do you want to talk to Mike and Ryan? And he just went off in a grumble. No, he's like, fuck that. Yeah. I don't got time for that. <laughs> thought, fair enough. Very busy. Very busy cat business. He's doing cat business by falling asleep and probably snorting fucking catnip as we speak. Well, that's good. How about you, Ryan? How, uh... I, just bur- I just burped internally. Like, it didn't come out. It, like, went down. That was weird. Did it become a fart? <laughs> it will. <laughs> that's how it... farts are born. Yes. That's the origins of a fart. <laughs> <laughs> Other than uh, creating farts on my own. Um, I don't know, whatever. Oh, uh, music, you just reminded me of this. So, I was going to the uh, drive-in um, last weekend to see Jaws, and the last time Elisa and I went to the drive-in, we always take her car, which is a hatchback, um, because, you know, you can put stuff in it and hang out the back if you want, and at the drive-in we go to, if you take, you know, like a small car, like a sedan or a hatchback or whatever, they let you park right up front, whereas the people with, like, SUVs and pickups, they have to go, like, you know, in the back, so they're not, you're not blocking other people's That's views. Awesome. So, um, but the last time we had gone, we, we didn't bring a radio <clears throat> and they play, they play the audio from speakers that are close to the front, which we can usually hear pretty good. And usually other people have their windows open. So you can like, you don't even really need the radio running in the car, but I was like, oh, we should get like a portable radio that we can like, you know, we don't have to turn it up a lot, but we'll be able to hear a lot clearer, you know, and it won't be coming out of one speaker over, you know, to the left of us or whatever. So I go online and I was like, oh, I got to find an AM FM radio. Cause like who owns a fucking AM FM radio? I don't know. Mm. <clears throat> and I, I look online and it pops up on Amazon and it's this fucking absolutely gorgeous old school 1980s cassette boom box with that takes like four D batteries and I'm like, oh my god, I want this so bad. <laughs> so I instantly purchased it, and it was delivered the next day. And I also purchased some cassettes, obviously, because I want to listen to my cassette player now. Um, so I picked up an old Metallica cassette. Uh, I, I, I think it was uh, Justice for All, because that was uh, cheaper than the others. And I picked up the new Ghost album on cassette. came out like a, a couple months ago, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh. I bought a fucking new cassette. How pathetic is my life? Thank you, Ziggy. That wasn't Ziggy. Oh, that wasn't Ziggy? No. I think that was his chair. My chair Uh, speaking. Damn it. So, yeah, so now I'm in the cassette game, uh, seeing as I own two cassettes. All my other ones that I had owned in the past have been unceremoniously thrown out. Not by me, but by someone else. So now you're addicted to cassettes. That's right. To buying them. You're a professional. And... I'm up to two. And I listen to them, and man, I forgot how bad cassettes sound. They're... <laughs> the I actually have terrible. to get a uh, cassette player. I, I don't have a CD player. I don't have a cassette player. I just have vinyl. So yeah. when I do buy a new cassette, I can't listen to it. I just kind of like, cool. <laughs> Look at this. I did enjoy like the fold-out book, you know, how it, it yeah. was back in the day. It really took me back. I'm like, oh, this is this is cool. Look at this. There's all like the lyrics and everything around here. Yep. So I'll tell you what, man. 
Pace is worth going if you want, like, cheap second-hand cassettes. Go to second-hand shops. Yes, that is true. Uh, I just don't feel like I need to search out and add more of these things to my life. Why? What am I going to do? Because, one, they can be, but they won't be in my house. Right. Oh, yeah, because you have dogs and a cat. Oh, the cats were already after it. Tony knocked those fucking cassettes right off the table as soon as I got (laughs) up there. He's like, oh, here we go. Slap. (laughs) I maybe have, like, 15 cassettes, and they're always falling over. I got to find a way. I got to start storing them, like, correctly. (laughs) They're they're, they're so annoying. That reminds me, I have another cassette. I have a third cassette I forgot about. It's in my room somewhere. Where'd that go? Don't you? Give it to somebody. Didn't you get the Doom Eternal Collector's Edition, Ryan? No, no. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, that came with a cassette. I thought I had one up here. That's from a local uh, group, The Sacrifice. I don't see it up here. They made me buy the cassette. I wanted wanted the digital copy, and the guy's like, you only get that if you buy the cassette. And I'm like, well, I don't want the cassette. And he's like, (laughs) too bad. That was you told. <laughs> yep, so the, now I own it. It's somewhere, unless it got thrown out, too. I don't know. I had, uh, back in the day, Elisa had this old Subaru, um, and it had a cassette player. And we were going on a road trip with it, and I bought a plastic bag of cassettes. Like you said, Shane, at a, and it was a secondhand record shop. I like They were so cheap. They were like a dollar a piece at the time. Because, yeah. you know, nobody was collecting cassettes at that point. And oh, I, was, I had Testament, I had Megadeth, I had all these awesome 80s thrash bands, and she fucking threw every one of them out. <laughs> uh, she got a CD player, and she's like, I don't need these anymore. Right in the trash. <laughs> God. Oh, man. So, yeah. I would have been uh, slightly angry. Yeah, I was pissed. Other than my cassette situation, uh... I have been playing a little Elden Ring, not as much as I would like to, but I still haven't beaten it, but I'm going through and I'm, I'm trying to, like, clear out all the areas or at least, you know, like, go through the map and be like, okay, where haven't I been? Let's go yeah. check that area out. Maybe there's something cool there. And there always is something cool there. Dude, so, like, I, I don't want to get into spoilers, but, like, the thing I, I said on the on the forum, man, like, I, I stumbled upon the secret wall... Which led me to another secret wall, which led me to this gigantic new area. Like, it was just a, a hidden wall. And, like, that led me to this giant area with its own boss and everything. It was just unbelievable to me. <laughs> I've never, I haven't experienced that in a game in a long time. Yeah, yeah. It's like it just fucking. I, I, I always love stuff like that. Like, and I feel like I'm actually exploring you know what i mean like if you don't look stuff up online you're just like okay let's just see what's over here and then you end up finding like a castle and a whole you know a whole storyline or whatever bosses it's great i fucking love it shane are you chewing on your microphone no (laughs) he didn't tell you he gave up cigarettes but now he's doing chewing tobacco (laughs) no i'm vaping actually oh okay 
Uh, so other than, I don't even know if I've done anything else. I, I, I don't think so. I, I haven't been like watching stuff. Uh, I don't know. My cat's been really sick. So I've been dealing with that, which is a nightmare. It, what's up with him? Oh, he's got super cancer. Oh no. Yeah. He's on chemo. So Ivan's not long for this world. He's been losing weight. Doesn't want to eat, oh. but he'll eat, but he only eats like when we, when we hold a spoon up to his face. And you're like, you motherfucker, I have to sit here the whole time and hand you spoons of food when I could just dump it in this pile? Oh, he's so annoying. That's because you're you're a good cat daddy. That's, I know, yeah. I do, we do it. We actually, we just gave him fluids before I started this podcast and uh, give him subdermal fluids. Luckily, living with a vet, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get you get all those. Oh, uh, uh, Ivan. So, yeah, we'll see. He's not doing great, but he's happy at least. So that's the good part. Um, he's with his humans, so that's what matters to him. Yep, he's been sleeping on top of me, which is good. Val just Usually. adopted a, uh 18-year-old cat. Oh, yeah. And uh, because his previous owners decided just to dump him off because he was sick, because they're pieces of shit. Because mm-hmm. if you do that, you're a fucking piece of shit. So, mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, and uh, he they they said that he had um, what did they have like kidney problems with his kidneys and everything, and then yeah. he didn't have long to live. So Val decided to take it to her our vet, and their vet was like, "Yeah, his kidneys are fine, and he's really skinny, but this this guy plays like a kitten. He's running all over the house. He's happy. It's just like she's given him like a second chance at life." Because their previous owners are fucking garbage. Anybody who mistreats an animal are fucking awful people. Yeah. That's my little rant, so. No. And I agree with that rant. Anybody who ill treats an animal deserves to be fucking castrated. Like, I I hate. Unless they knock your cassettes off your table. (laughs) (laughs) I hate hate children, but, like, if you (laughs) mess with, like, a little kid or like an animal, you're fucking garbage in my eyes. Actually, come to think of it, music wise, you talk about music. Um, yesterday, A. A. Williams dropped a new single called um, Evaporate. I think it was called Evaporate. Let me just check on that. Did you oh? say Hank Williams? A. A. Williams. Okay, I don't know who that she, is. She is. A post-death, um, she's a post-death gothic troubadour-type singer. What the hell does um, that mean? I know all those words individually, but I don't <laughs> know what it means when they get put together. <laughs> yeah, no, she's very ethereal-sounding. Um, yeah, no, yeah, the single's called Evaporate. And it dropped yesterday, and she kind of sounds like a cross between if Kate Bush was a shoegaze was in a shoegaze band that sounded a little bit like Typo Negative. All right. So we'll her new single up. dropped. Her new single dropped yesterday. Yeah. Um, and that's really good. Oh, I almost forgot. I know I told you guys this, but perhaps our listeners would enjoy hearing that. <laughs> Somehow, uh, Disney has reached out to the podcast once again and wants to know if we'd like to review the upcoming release of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness uh, for its 
digital and Blu-ray release, and I'm like, but there's like little stipulation on it that like Disney, what it is, it said something like Disney has the right to review the podcast and deem whether we're worthy or not. Oh no! Well, let's do it and try not to swear. Absolutely not. I refuse to not swear. Yeah, that's selling out, man. I'm not selling out Disney. I just yeah, want uh, we, somebody right. that works for Disney to be forced to listen to our podcast. That is fucking yeah. No, you so much right. joy you in my heart. Like you have to think of it like this, right? We can be really, really good and well behaved, and then for the last five minutes of it, we just fill it with filled with expletives. <laughs> I just talk about like felching for like twenty oh, the minutes. Whole time. That one scene where Doctor Strange was fun. <laughs> Just go over some scenes from uh, Antichrist. Just oh randomly. <laughs> what? Well, uh, we should we should save. Uh, we should try to save like the most ridiculous horror, like vile sexual horror movie we can find, <laughs> and pair it up with that. We'll just talk. We'll just talk about Porn of the Dead instead. Doctor Strange and Amityville Vibrator. Oh yeah, classic. <clears throat> Hang on, is it right? I saw I saw a, um, a poster for a film called The Amityville Moon. Yes. Yeah, that, there's oh werewolves my... now. Did, oh did you see that one, Mike? I, th- I thought I remember. No. Maybe you checked that out. No, I haven't seen that one. Okay. I've watched yeah, all Am- the other Amityvilles, but I think that's the only one I've not seen. Yeah, listen, there, there's been at least two dozen that came out this year. Like, yeah. they just keep cranking them out. The Impressively last one so. I watched was the one we did for this podcast. Which, oh, that that was like the remake of part two, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I barely remember that one. I'm looking forward to Amityville in space. That one should be really good. I'm actually looking forward to that. I'm actually pretty excited for that. All right, well, I got bad news for you, Mike. I believe that's a Polonia Brothers movie. I don't care. And (laughs) based on the Polonia Brothers movie I watched last night (laughs) that just came out. Oh, my God. Dude, as soon as I saw that house, like, floating in space, I lost my mind. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I need to watch this. Well, because that's always the joke, right? Like, oh, what are you going to do next? Go into space. (laughs) Yeah. Leprechaun did it. Jason did it. Fucking Amityville. Amityville's doing it. (laughs) (laughs) I really hope that somehow they get a house into. I mean, I mean, not act. You know, that the house is in space. Like it's not like, oh, this is the clock from the Amityville house, and it's on this spaceship. No, I want the house in fucking space. Oh, for sure, for sure. The house is the spaceship. Maybe, maybe because the house is so like cursed. The only way to get rid of it is to send it to space. They send it to space. Okay, I like it. And then the thousands of years later, we come across it again. I uh, see. This well, is why I'm excited for it. it. Here's no. the problem: we're coming up. We're coming up with so many better ideas that are going to be <laughs> actually in the movie. Hey, let's have Amityville Alien and get Chuck the Xenomorphs in there as well. Have we done an Amityville episode? I want to say we have. Yes, we have. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely remember talking about my favorite one, part two, for all the, like, uh, uh, the sister sex that's in the movie. Yeah, yeah that, 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 that was that my was favorite your, part, uh, too. Really ahead yeah, of its Mark. time. I mean... <laughs> Mike, that was your infamous incest, um, pro-incest, uh... 
What? <laughs> what are you talking about? What? You said they should I remember it well. You said there should have been more incest in that film. That sounds like something I'd say. I'm not arguing with you. <laughs> <laughs> you hit it here first, folks. Did you hear that, Disney? <laughs> <laughs> Mike's oh, dying of incest. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Forget Disney. <laughs> UHM is going to drop us, too. <laughs> Mike's just going to be like, this has got to stop. You know what? Ah! <laughs> I'm putting an end to this. <laughs> I can picture oh, it will be Lone Rangers then after that. Mm. Oh, I have a sneeze that's halfway there, but it's not quite... All right, let's talk a little bit about... Fuck, it's coming up. God damn it. If I sneeze, I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> I meant to mute the mic, and I didn't. No, it didn't. That was quite impressive, actually. Yeah. That I was a little scary. Too. I, I, I sneeze so loud and hard that like, I, I covered everything. I held it back, but it's, it's catastrophic. And sometimes I go into like sneezing fits where it's like four or five in a row. <laughs> Oh, it's awful. That's the point when everybody runs away. He's got COVID! Run! Alright, this time I actually played it at the right time. Um, so, we had a few trailers, boys, uh, that we need to talk about. Uh, first of all, there was a teaser trailer for Rob Zombie's The Munsters. No. <laughs> Just yeah. no. That can totally get fucked. Yeah, No. Boys, you know I am a big Rob Zombie defender, and you I are. enjoy I enjoy many of his movies. Uh, I Fuck think you, this Ryan. this looks <laughs> horrible. <laughs> it looks bad. I don't want to watch it. It looks and, like like nobody watched the Monsters, even though I know Rob Zombie did. But it's like nobody watched the Monsters, and they're trying their hardest to um, act like them. I know it's just a teaser, and I'm overanalyzing it, but it was. Just annoying to me. I will give Rob Zombie his due. He did build an entire set. He built the entire street as the set for this movie. I'll give him that. And he built it all from scratch, which I thought was fantastic. But no. Just no. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't want to watch it. And if uh, if I have to watch more than what is it an episode or is it a movie? Like what is it? It's a movie. It's a whole movie. Yeah, whole movie. I think it's going to be like PG or something. It's not going to uh... be like raunchy. So why? Because it was the monsters. It was PG. It was family friendly. Because Rob guys... Zombie's not original. Have you guys ever seen any of the um, the other Munsters movies? Like, they they tried bringing the Munsters back in the 90s a bunch of times? No. no. Oh, I remember watching one. It, like, it was like a made-for-TV movie, and it, they're like nearly unwatchable. They're so horrible. And it's like, oh, the Munsters are in the modern day, and it's... it's but, you know, all, all at the time, none of the actors had come back, so... <laughs> 
it's exactly like this. Like, it's people acting like those other actors playing the characters, and it was not good. But they did, they did it like two or three times, and every time is just terrible. I didn't so, know that. I didn't know they yeah. made... Yeah, it's called, like, there's, like, the Return of the Munsters, like, I don't know, the, the Munsters Strike Back or something. I have no idea. It's it, the There's a couple... Strike Back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, look them up. I'm sure they're on YouTube, and I'm sure they're recorded off of someone's VHS that recorded it on TBS back in the day. I'm going to have to look these up just out of curiosity. Munsters Strike back oh my god if that is the name of it I'll be no results found. damn it <laughs> <laughs> uh monsters in space i think that's what it was called oh man i would love it <laughs> oh it's a, it was a tv movie yes yes made for tv yep someone is scratching at the door oh no, so i assume it's to- no there was someone at my door Bro, this movie's got a 7.3 in IMDb. Really? Yep. All right, let's watch. What's it called? Uh, Mockingbird Lane. Jerry O'Connell's in it. Oh, yeah, that's not the one I'm talking about. There's a different Eddie one. Izzard is grandpa. Yeah. All right, well, maybe we'll watch that instead and act like that's the Rob Zombie one. Okay. Ugh. Um, so, also, I don't know if you guys had watched this, but they... Uh, they put out a trailer for the upcoming uh, comic book movie, Black Adam, starring The Rock. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> okay, well, you watched it, right, Mike? Yeah. And uh, I have to say, this looks like, if if you described what a superhero trailer looks like, and all the cliches that go along with it, this is exactly what someone would make without having ever seen a superhero movie. It's it's the most generic, just, I, I can't believe that they've been making this movie for fucking 10 years, and this is what they're putting out. It looks so bland, and I'm shocked. I was, like, sort of positive going into this. I'm like, oh, it could be good. I really liked that Shazam movie, and this one has none of the style, none of the fun. It just looks like boring-ass generic shit uh, with The Rock playing the rock as black adam the rock i'm just so i'm so sick of dwayne johnson like i i he's not a good actor he plays himself in every movie yeah and now he's a superhero in a bland trailer as a bland actor i i hope this flops the i the only positive thing i could say is that i uh who's uh pierce brosnan is it is in it and i like him so yeah, I've seen a lot of people defending his character because, like, he's, uh, like a cool character in the comics. Apparently, Doctor Fate. Yeah, a lot of people are excited to see Doctor Fate on screen or something. I don't know why he he's like Doctor Strange, but minus the personality. Oh, okay. So, like, you know how Doctor Strange is like kind of goofy and an asshole. Yeah. Like, Dr. Fate is uh, all the same powers as Dr. Strange, only he's more like a robot. And <laughs> it has no personality, as far as I can remember. <laughs> At least in all the stories that I've read. So, I don't know. Uh, it, it doesn't look great. Uh, although, I will let's finish this off with something I think 
does look great. Another trailer for Prey, which is a Predator prequel, came out. And I think this looks fucking great. And I can't wait to watch it. Uh, it's yeah, coming it out. Right. It's coming out in August, and it's going to be on Hulu, so it's going to be free. So I'm happy about that. Well, free if you have Hulu. And um, I think probably the most interesting thing is they announced that they're going to have an option to have a Comanche uh, soundtrack. Like it's going to be everyone's going to speak Comanche, and they're they're going to have subtitles on it. And I'm like, that is fucking awesome. That's I'm really like, cool. I definitely I'm gonna watch it completely in that. It looks so cool. Um, I don't know much about it, just that you know it's way back in the past and it's a bunch of like like this native tribe fighting off a predator and, and uh, yeah, that sounds fucking cool. Let's watch it. So from what I get from the write up that I read, it's all about one girl who's chosen to be the fighter of the clan. Mm-hmm. And she's the one who takes on the predator. Yep. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for it, even though the last few Predator movies have been shit shows. So, I mean, I think it's a cool idea. I think it's a fresh idea. It reminds me of the first Predator, how, like, Schwarzenegger has to, like, you know, be swole in a forest with nothing around him besides a machine gun. And mud. Mud. Love mud. Big mud guy. But the last one wasn't that great. Predator. Uh, the last, the last one was one of the worst movies I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the choppers and their fucking <laughs> motorcycles. Get fucked. And then you had That's... Predators, didn't you? The Robert Rodriguez one. I saw that in the theater, and I and I just the only scene I remember is that one guy stealing the ship and he's flying away, and then the one Predator just does something with his wrist and it just explodes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah but should, that movie sucks too. We should do a Predator uh, episode, or maybe yes. two. Cause there's too yes. many movies. <laughs> well, this will be the fifth one. As long as we leave out the AVP movies, that'd be great. Oh, I don't know if I have it in me to watch those again. Yeah, oh, I, I watched them like two years ago, and it's still too soon to revisit. <laughs> I'm right. See, with Alien vs. Predator, I didn't mind it. AVP 2, the only scene in that I liked was the birthing scene in the hospital with the pregnant women. Ah. See, that bit I thought was quite funny. And my late brother Lloyd turned around and said, I was sick in the fucking head. Those were his words. Because I found that scene funny. Well, he's not wrong, Shane. Well, yeah. What else would you expect from me? Right. So. All right. Well, maybe we'll have an episode planned for that coming up. That could be good. All right, let's get to our main topic, boys, Um, which is kind of just a shot in the dark. We just sort of made it up and said, let's watch weird movies Um, because I just happened to be watching weird movies at the time. So why not? Um, I don't know. Mike, do you have a weird movie you want to start with? (laughs) Yes, I do. Um, So I, I was, you know, kind of looking for like one of the weirdest horror movies out there um i've talked about some weird ones um we've talked a lot about weird movies <laughs> on this uh on the show um but I-, I knew that i had to go foreign for this one um <laughs> <I've>... <laughs> <clears throat> Ugh. <Sorry>. the um 
the the Japanese always know how to make a good, <laughs> oh yeah, weird horror movie. You know, uh, I, I I would talk about House, but we've talked about House. <laughs> Shane, are you okay? Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, so, I just walked out. I walked out of the room because I knew I had another cough coming on. You know, you could just mute your microphone. Yeah, that's an option. Why do that? It takes, it takes the fight. <laughs> so I decided to watch a movie on Tubi called The Happiness of the Katakuris. Um, I was looking at it, and a lot of people were saying it's a horror movie. The, the, the poster said it's The Sound of Music Mixed with Dawn of the Dead. So I'm sold. Um, apparently it is a music musical, but it's a comedy horror movie. It's directed by Takashi Mike or Meek. I don't know how to say the last name. Um, it's loosely based off another movie from a couple years prior. Um, I forget the name of it off the top of my head, but, uh, this movie is about four generations of a family are living in a house. This house was bought by the father of the narrator after he was laid off being a shoe salesman. Uh, they live off his benefits and invested in this house to make it into a, um, a bed and breakfast. It's next to an old garbage dump next to Mount Fuji, uh, and they nicknamed it the White Lover's Inn. Uh, the family is waiting on a road to be built near the house, so more tourists come by, but the road has, doesn't have a start date yet for construction. And due to this reason, the house doesn't have any guests. So it's just the family living in there as their main house. Um a guest finally does show up, but commits suicide during the night. Uh, and hoping nobody finds out, they decide to bury the body so no negative light comes up in the news about the bed and breakfast. Uh, the next guests that do decide to spend the night, they all perish by whatever means. There's murder, accident, or as suicide. And they keep burying all these people in hopes someone will find them. During all of this... The recently divorced daughter meets and falls in love with a man named Richard Sagawa, who says he is a U.S. naval officer and is the nephew of Queen Elizabeth. Um, throughout this movie, there are many musical numbers. Um, <laughs> some are short and some go on for way too long. Uh, there's a karaoke scene where the cast asks you to sing with them. And there's also a few claymation scenes as well. And the movie just goes right into the claymation. The, you see the actors become clay, and they I think they did it just to get away with um, showing scenes that were hard to film. Like, there's a scene where two people are hanging off a cliff. So instead of like showing that, they just used claymation. I thought it was really neat. Um, so this film is like the definition of weird, uh, but I wouldn't call it like really horror. There's some horror elements, um, mainly towards the end of the movie. And there's a couple like minor scenes that resemble like a, a horror movie, but, um, it's mainly a, a, a musical comedy. Um, e each of the deaths have, uh, that happen are followed by a musical number that has the cast singing and dancing. Like, while they're disposing of the body. Um, it's goofy and over the top, and most people aren't going to like it. But <laughs> but it, I think it's kind of worth checking out if you if you found this uh, interesting. 
but yeah, that's that was that was my first weird movie that I that I caught. What was this uh, in Japanese? Yes. Okay, so it was like it was subtitled then. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Did you uh, sing along? No, because the um, even though it was subbed for me, I the karaoke section had the bouncing thing over the words. Mm-hmm. Not the bouncing thing, but it was like um, highlighting itself. Sure. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, I, I couldn't read it because that was in Japanese. <laughs> I think the subs were just like singing <laughs> in parentheses or something. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, there's some like horror elements in the end. Like, I'm not sure why they call it The Sound of Music meets Dawn of the Dead because there's only like one scene with uh zombies and the zombies the people they dispose of get up and they start singing and dancing with the cast <clears throat> um but that's only for like a minute <laughs> there's no other zombies in it so i was a little disappointed by that so it's just like a little segment not like a uh yeah the, the, not the, not the plot yeah the the poster is ridiculous it looks like the sound of music it's the family like running through the hills <laughs> and there's like zombies on it, but the zombies they put on the poster are literally only for like 30 seconds or a minute. <laughs> in the uh, movie. I was just, like, come on. That's, I hate when movies have like an awesome poster cover or whatever, and it's not in the movie. Just as I know that Amityville in space is not going to have that <laughs> fucking house like on the cover. <laughs> that's probably the ending. <laughs> Uh, if it is, I'll be surprised. So yeah, that's my uh, that's my first weird. All right, pick. man, that sounds pretty fucking weird. Um, so mine also a to be find. Um, although I think it's it's on Amazon Prime as well. Uh, is Psycho Kickboxer, and the, I don't know. I guess Tubi knows that uh, I, I need to watch dumb things like this because it was recommended to me. Um, the cover, in fact, if you just Google Psycho Kickboxer. Uh, it has an amazing cover. Like, it's a picture of this fucking ninja <clears throat> kicking this dude's head off. And <laughs> blood is flying everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, I absolutely want to watch this movie. Spoilers, there's no fucking scene where he kicks a guy's head off. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, Psycho Kickboxer is from 1997. It's also known as The Dark Angel Psycho Kickboxer. Uh, it was directed by David Haycox, Joseph Lennon, and Marty South. Um, the movie took five years to make, so even though it came out apparently in 1997, it was filming like way back in 92. Um, and I, I got sort of confused because I forget whether it's Tubi or Amazon. One of them lists it as like 2021, and like the, the movie starts up and you're like, wow, this is either like... Like some modern filmmaker, because I didn't really, I didn't look it up on IMDb till later. I was like, either some modern filmmaker spent a lot of time and effort to make this look like a really shitty early '90s movie, or this is just a really shitty early '90s movie. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that's the case. Um, so anyway, uh, the main character, this guy Alex, uh, uh, I didn't even what's his name on here. I forgot to write it. Uh, Curtis Bush is the actor and, uh, he plays Alex, who is this champion kickboxer with a hilarious mustache. 
and uh, his dad is like the chief of police or the chief detective or something. And um, his dad is investigating a mob. Uh, and they lay this all out in really, like, embarrassing dialogue to ex to explain the background of the plot. Like, oh, son, um, let's go to dinner so I can tell you all about the investigation I'm doing against the, the mafia. And uh, so his, him and his dad get kidnapped along with his, his fiance. And um, they... <laughs> There is a couple good shots in here. Uh, the bad guys blow his his dad's his dad's head off with a shotgun, and it's a great head shot, just like boom! It completely explodes, and then they uh, violently rape his fiance, and then slit her th her throat in front of him, and like shoot him and leave him for dead. But unbeknownst to them, a uh, a black man in a wheelchair finds this guy and like you know nurses him back to health and trains him to use his martial arts uh, instead of, like, for championship fighting to be, like, a, uh, a vigilante. Um, so he dons a costume, which is just an all-black ninja outfit, and just goes out beating up, <laughs> beating up muggers and people trying to steal purses and stuff the whole movie. Um, there's a couple, like... I don't know if these guys are actually radio hosts. There's two identical twins that play radio hosts and they're talking about the dark angel which is the name they give to the, uh, the psycho kickboxer and uh and how he's like cleaning up the streets and oh but he's a vigilante is he doing bad and should the police go after him and there's there's like you could tell they just film random people that are on the streets they didn't get like permits or anything for any of this it's all just like shot like around a dark corner with cars driving by that aren't supposed to be in there um <laughs> And it's to describe it as it's really funny because it's a bad movie and the dialogue is really stupid and the martial arts aren't that bad. Actually, they're they're like they're decent to watch. The sound effects are another level. Every sound effect is like a masterpiece in, in hilarity. They're all like cartoon sound effects. The same punching sound you hear over and over and over again like 20 times in the row in a row. But my favorite is whenever a bone gets broken, like sometimes he'll like break an elbow or, or do whatever, you know, snap a guy's leg. It's the same sound. It's a man biting into an unripened apple. Like it's like, <laughs> <laughs> really slow and loud. I should have grabbed an apple downstairs to demonstrate this shit, <laughs> but it's so funny. Um, there's some good violence in it. Like I said, there's that shotgun blast. There's another scene where he beats up some muggers and like he leaves them. And then the, the woman who they were mugging, like escapes, get in a car, gets in a car and drives off and just toxic Avengers splatters this guy's head like a watermelon under the tire. Boom. <laughs> so there's like little tidbits like that that you're like, okay, that's really probably doesn't belong in this movie, but they <laughs> decided to put it in here. I don't know why. Um, so I don't know. There's not a whole lot to say. The, the movie's kind of dumb. Uh, the guy that plays like the main bad guy, like the old mob boss guy, he's actually decent. And I found him like charming. I'm like, Oh, I kind of like this guy. Nobody that's in this movie has ever been in anything else. This is made by some guy and his friends over the course of five years. And, uh, probably got a VHS release back in the day and then nothing until Tubi found it somehow. So, um, <laughs> While it's not 
as weird as I was hoping it would be, there is enough violence to like keep you moving, and uh, the movie is kind of funny. There's a little bit of nudity in it, so if you're looking for that, that's there. And uh, yeah, Psycho Kickboxer. It's like an hour long, so why not? <laughs> that sounds pretty weird to me, Ryan. It's it's a little weird, but not not weird for me. I would say um, I, I probably should have reached out a little further. But having watched this, I just want an excuse to talk about it. He's so. <laughs> <laughs> honest. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> How about you, Shane? Do you have a weird movie you want to talk about? Yeah, I do actually. And to be fair, I can't remember if we ever spoke about this one before, but um, I'm going to talk about the 2012 movie or the 2010 movie Rubber. I don't know if we ever discussed it, other than just it, saying we watched it. Yeah, it's because uh, this one is just fucking beyond weird. Um, it's about a homicidal car tire that has telekinetic and psychokinetic powers, which goes on a murderous rampage after falling in love with a girl um, and basically kills everybody in its path to um, require her love. You know, it, um, it's just weird as fuck. And I've seen some weird shit, usually under the influence of top grade, top grade hallucinogenics. But this kind of is like right up there with that weird shit. Um, how do you describe this film? Um, it's a tire that falls in love with a woman that goes psycho and kills a lot of people. And... If you can get past that with any serious thought in your head, then you really have the brains and the capacity to deal with it, because I didn't, and I still don't. Um, but basically, it's uh, it just starts off with a tyre rolling around and discovering that it can, it can make things blow up. Starts off with a small bird. You know, it's like you've got eerie music in the background and, like, there's no dialogue. Obviously, the tire can't talk because it's a tire. And it just goes around and blows shit up randomly. And then it's... You just see this tire rolling around, coming across people um, and, uh, you know, killing them if they do anything wrong. And it's just weird as fuck. Um... And for a film that was made mostly with practical effects, I mean, it's really good. They did a really good job with it. But it's just when you sit there and watch it, and you're not sure what to expect. I remember getting a screener for this on DVD, and I put it on, and I had a couple of friends around. Let's watch this weird movie that I got. Okay, then, and we all sat there about halfway through. We were like, huh? what the fuck, but we couldn't turn it off and we were far too compelled to watch it. And, you know, there's just scenes, it's like a film within a film because there's a film crew in there that are filming scenes about a rubber tyre. And you've got all these spectators watching what this tyre does. And, you know, the tyre goes a bit crazy because it's trying to find this woman... Um, because this woman becomes this tire's obsession and it just follows her around and you know it's just it's weird as fuck all right it's just weird 
Yeah, I remember the movie takes a turn at one point. Yeah, it does. A a large portion of it is dealing with um, this, I guess you'd call it like an audience of spectators, like you said. They're like... They're like up on a hill and they have binoculars and they're like watching the events go on with this like tire, this tire that comes to life and starts killing things. And like the commentary from them, they're like talking to each other and they're like, what the fuck is going on? And I think it's because the movie is like, it's like meta, like it's trying to commentate on you, the audience watching this movie. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And uh, I had only watched it that uh, one time, like uh, probably right around when it came out. And I remember enjoying it. um, But like, I don't know, for some reason, I remember I remember individual scenes, you know, like I remember um, the cops come to investigate, like I think the murders or whatever. And one of the cops like opens a hotel room door and like goes into the room and hears the shower running and like pulls back the curtain and it's just the shower running on the tire. Like, it's the tire yeah. gotten in the shower. And for whatever reason, like, that that scene sticks in my head because it's so funny that they're like, all right, we're going to film this scene. But all all they do is just put a tire in a shower and turn the shower on. And that, that's the scene. <laughs> and I don't know. Um, but, yeah, the tire goes on to terrorize cops and kill a bunch of people and... And I remember the audience gets involved at one point, right? Yeah, I think yeah, I think they do. Because um, I mean, it's like when you look at the cast of this film. I mean, this film was made with a half a million dollar budget, hmm. and you know, it did fucking bad. It did really, really, really bad. Um, because it's like when looking at it. The estimated budget was half a million. The gross US and Canada was 100,370. Growth worldwide was $101,729. So this film bombed spectacularly because I think people didn't realize what they were expecting. You've got uh, Roxanne Mosquito as Sheila. Steven Spinella as Lieutenant Chad. Wings Hauser as a man in wheelchair. Ooh, Wings Hauser. Classic. And there's only one person, one other person in this that I recognize, and that's Jack Plotnick. He plays the accountant, and he was in episodes of Buffy um, many years ago, and he's more of a stand-up comedian these days. Mm. And I was just, I thought, scratching my head you know and i was just like what the fuck what is this i remember having to review this for uhm what did you give it i can't remember well let's find out (laughs) (laughs) it was 12 years ago man let's see let's see if it's still up on the site rubber and status let's see if i go to this uh, how do we get to the reviews from here? Damn it, Mike, fix your site. Oh, I can't find it. Oh, don't worry about it. Oh, well. Uh, yeah. Um, like I said, I remember liking it. Mike, have you ever seen this one? Yeah, I've, I've watched it once with my buddy. Um, my buddy absolutely hates this movie. <laughs> and he's a big horror guy, too. Every time I bring it up, he just kind of sighs and goes, fucking rubber. But uh, I remember 
having a blast with it because it's so stupid and ridiculous and the tire has ridiculous Attire has like psychological powers, and he's blown people's heads up. And I'm <laughs> like, okay, but it's it's cool. I got to rewatch it though. I haven't watched it in a while. See, I also remember about the tile that it ripples when it's about to blow someone up. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it, it like flexes or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I need I need to watch this again. I know uh, um, one of the guys I know discussed this recently on on um, Scary Larry's podcast. He's the guy that hosts the. Uh, Connecticut cult classics. So, and I people had been asking him to talk about this for a while. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to watch it again because I'm for whatever reason my brain is like not fully putting it together in my head. But yeah, I'm gonna watch it again. I just looked up the director, Quentin uh, Dupieux, I think is how you say his name, and uh, he's got some other movies that have come out. Um, his latest one is called Smoking Causes Coughing, Shane. Good thing I don't smoke anymore. Yeah, there you go. And it's about a uh, a group of vigilantes called the Tobacco Forces, and they're falling <laughs> apart. And, and to rebuild their team spirit, the leader suggests that they meet for a week-long retreat before they return to saving the world. And if you look at the picture, it looks like fucking Power Rangers. So I don't know what this director is doing. Like, everybody's, like, in helmets, and they're dressed like superheroes, and there's a robot. <laughs> like, what is this movie? Maybe that's the one we should talk about. I'm down for that. Yeah, smoking causes coughing. Fucking some weird shit, man. There oh, are some God. weird there. All right, awesome. Yeah, rubbers are good. Good pick. Um, what do you got? What else do you got, Mike? Um, I so thinking about weird movies. Um, there was a lot to choose from, but. I did get this Criterion Blu-ray in the mail uh, a while ago whenever it released, and I wanted to revisit it because it's been like 10 years since I watched it. And it was uh, Antichrist by Lars von Trier. Mm. I remember really liking this, and I remember it not being so weird until like the last like 30, 40 minutes, but uh, I still think it qualifies. <clears throat> So, I mean, the movie's got a pretty simple premise to start. Uh, Two people are banging, and their child uh, gets out of the crib, gets through the the child gate, puts a chair up to the window, gets on the chair, and falls out the window. And this is just like a toddler. Um, There's two characters in the movie. Uh, played by Willem Dafoe and Charlotte Gainsbourg. Um, they don't have names. They're just referred to as he and her. Um, so the child accidentally falls out the window, and she's put in the hospital for like a month, and she's going through grief. And in order to help her, he, Willem Dafoe, I'm just going to name him Willem Dafoe and Charlotte Gainsbourg, but uh, he decides to take her to a cabin in the woods where she was originally writing her thesis criticizing uh, gynocide, which is uh, the killing of women just because they're female. Uh, she was doing that the previous summer. Uh, this film was written while Von Trier was going through an actual depressive episode, and the film was influenced by his own struggles. So this movie has a lot of uh, ways to look at it. 
Uh, but if we're talking just about it being weird, then that's kind of like the very surface level of what the movie's about. Uh, there's a lot of elements I don't understand at all. There, it, this goes deep. There's like biblical biblical references uh, about the Garden of Eden and him and her and all that shit I love, but I would have to watch it like three or four more times to even understand what Von Trier was even trying to attempt to say. Um, the chapters were split up into various sections, and these sections reflect on how uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg is doing mentally. Uh, there's the prologue, there's grief, there's pain, also called Chaos Reigns, uh, despair, which is also gynocide, the three beggars, and then the epilogue. Um... While going through all these different mental states, she is grief-stricken and manic and demands sex from Willem Dafoe, and she's using that to combat her depression. Um, But he's also her therapist, and they're married, but he's, you know, he's treating her like a patient. And he takes her to this cabin because that's something that she is scared of, that he's deduced that she is afraid of it. So, long story short, the the weird sections are towards the last like 30, 40 minutes, like I said before. So there is going to be some spoilers about how I'm talking about it being weird, but it's pretty fucked up uh, not to talk about. So, uh, throughout everything, and I really suggest watching this because it's very deep and it's artsy and it's the kind of horror I really love. Um... But it gets to a point where she's kind of too far gone mentally. And I'm not going to say why. But uh, Willem Dafoe uh, ends up uh, having sex with her because she's so manic. And it's hard to say no to her when she's, like, ready to go. I guess I'm quoting that Offspring song. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, all, all good Lars von Trier movies share something with the offspring. <laughs> but, uh, so, like, she's ready to go, and, you know, he's getting hot and bothered. And he's got a hard-on. And there's there's a lot of penis in this movie, I'm just letting you guys know. A lot oh. of penis. A lot of um, Willem Dafoe's penis. I don't think it's Willem Dafoe's, but it's somebody's, if not a, like, a practical, like, effect. Um, but it, it's a, it's a, it's a penis. All right. But, uh, so he's ready to go. He's getting hot and bothered and they're, they're getting it on. And eventually she gets off of him. And while he's still hard, she takes a piece of wood and just smacks him right in the dick with it. And then she looks at him and she jerks him off and he comes blood and there's a lot of other like really brutal scenes like that. She takes a pair of scissors and she cuts off her uh, like I think it's a labia. I don't know. I'm not a professional on the woman I'm not a downstairs. <laughs> I'm not a gynecologist here, but uh, she snips off something that looks important and she <laughs> is um, bleeding everywhere. Then there's a really cool scene where she takes this, uh, they've got like a, like a stone grinder type of thing. And she, she drills a hole in his leg and then sticks the grinder through it and then tightens the nut on the other side 
So he has to walk around with the the grinder tool like attached to his leg. Um, and there's, I mean, there's some really brutal scenes towards the end there. And it's just weird as well because there's a lot of amazingly beautiful, gorgeous CGI scenes of either Willem Dafoe or Charlotte walking through the woods and it looks like a painting. It's it's like slowed down. There, there's movement and some things like slowly come into frame like you can kind of see it. Um, example of this would be like uh, towards the end, Willem Dafoe is walking and there's a whole bunch of like bodies uh, strewn about and it's just it's so beautiful looking. Um, there's like the biblical references. I mean, this cabin is supposed to be like Eden, like the Garden of Eden. But instead of it being a uh, good holy place, it's actually uh, evil. And the whole, a lot of the premise, which I think, of, based off what I read, is that nature is evil. So him leaving the Garden of Eden is like a good thing. Like he's trying to escape that. So this is a pretty, very artsy movie but it is weird if you're not if you're just gonna look at it like a surface level kind of movie like oh i'm gonna check out antichrist sounds like a horror movie (laughs) and it's just you know some dude's getting his dick pushed in by a wooden block so i i would highly recommend it i think it's a great movie i think lars von trier is an amazing director this is part of his like depression trilogy he shares uh with Antichrist, there's also Melancholia, which is an awesome, awesome movie. And I forget what the third movie is in his Depression trilogy, but I, I this is a great director, great movie. So, yeah, it's weird, but it's also got a lot more going for it. Yeah, I remember watching this one, and uh, I, think I, I think I watched it with Miles or something. We started it, at least. Um, and it's actually an awful story to go along with it. Um, we were drinking heavily that night. And, uh, we were watching a bunch of horror movies and like, I was like, oh, we're all drunk and having a good time. Let's pop in Antichrist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good Lord. (laughs) So we put that in the movie starts up and like they're having, there's this, I mean, one of the big parts of the movie is in the beginning, there's a sex scene where they're having sex in the shower and, um, their baby drops out a window while they're having sex, and Willem Dafoe's penis, or I'm just going to say it's his penis, I don't know that it is or, or it isn't, but whatever, a penis is on the screen, and like Miles is like, you know what, I'm going to bed, that's it. <laughs> so, so he bounced out, and like I stayed up and was just, like I was already completely smashed, and like I ended up passing out on the couch, um, didn't make it through the whole movie. And I woke up in, like, the middle of the night with, like, the DVD menu playing. I'm, sh- I'm sure we've all been there before. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. got up, went upstairs, fell asleep, and, like, woke up in the morning. And I came downstairs, and Miles and his uh, girlfriend at the time were, were, like, cleaning up. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, we're cleaning. Well, I'm like, cleaning what? And they're like, the vomit that you puked up last night. And I'm like, I didn't, th- <laughs> like, didn't throw up. And they go, yeah, you did. And I'm like, uh, it would be on me, and it's not. And they're like, well, what's this? And there's a huge pile of, like, red fruit punch colored vomit. <laughs> <laughs> right off the side of the couch where I was sleeping. 
on my on this like rug and i was like stop cleaning and they're like why and i'm like because i'm throwing this rug out and i just like rolled it up threw it in a dumpster i'm like oh my god oh yeah so that's we've all been there though i mean you know it has it had happened so I didn't have any evidence that it wasn't me. Someone may have broken into my house, uh-huh. drank my liquor, and thrown up on the, on the carpet where I was laying. So seeing Willem Dafoe's penis made you throw up. Basically, yes. Um, okay. There was always that rumor in in Antichrist that that actually isn't Willem Dafoe's penis, um, and they said they didn't want to use his penis because it's so large that it's unrealistic to be on screen. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I believe it. I, I think that guy is hanging some serious dawn. Oh, absolutely. That's big enough to beat a whale to death with. No, but like everything you said, Mike, the visuals in that movie, uh, everything is like on purpose and, and done to like have a message behind it. I mean, I'm probably not smart enough to pick up on all that stuff. Um, but but yeah, it is... a. Uh, disturbing and beautiful movie with some real weird shit that's in it. So, yeah, I agree. Shane, have you ever watched this one? I haven't. No. Will you watch it just for his penis? No. <laughs> what kind of a fan are you? <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's good. It's worth checking out. Absolutely, I should. I should revisit it. You know. Once more, and be like, give it the full, the full shebang. No alcohol this time. The Criterion release is really cool. I, it's I have that crisp one. I don't. Awesome. Uh, is I, I think it's the Blu-ray. That's actually, if I remember right, that's one of the first Blu-rays that I had gotten. Really? Yeah. I I've, I'm just remembering. I used to have that and like, uh, uh, the Spider-Man set that came with like my PlayStation when I bought it. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh man. So weird. So, yeah. Um, All right, let me go into my next one. Um, I watched Sharkula. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Not to be be confused with a documentary I found titled Sharkula, Diarrhea of a Madman, which is about some Chicago rapper. It's not like a joke. It's... (laughs) It's actually just a documentary about this rapper. Who? Sharkula. You know? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> Never heard of him. Neither did I. Till I looked at the bottom Maybe. of the Sharkula page and said, <laughs> also watch this. Um, so Sharkula 2022 is uh, directed by Mark Polonia. It is a Polonia Brothers movie. And um, it is something, man. Um it's got uh, Jeff Kirkendall. He plays... Uh, he's a staple in Polonia movies. Uh, he plays Dracula. And uh, he had also played the bad scientist in Sharkenstein. So I, I like to kind of think of him as like a modern-day Christopher Lee, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> Playing every great monster that's out there. Um, it also has uh, Kyle Rappaport plays Renfield. Uh, he was in Return to Nukem High 1 and 2, uh, It Kills, and Bloody Nun 2. Uh, I guess he's also, I think he's some type of like internet critic guy who I, I'm not familiar with, but uh, it's that's what it says on IMDb, so I'm going to believe it. Um, 
Uh, and the movie itself, okay, it's I've talked about Polonia movies before, and they're bad. They're all bad. Um, this one is a little bit special um, because I think it's worse than other Polonia movies. And I don't want to get, like, too nerdy into this, but you know how most films are shot at 24 frames per second? And that's just what a movie looks like to us. It's the sort of normal standard movie. And if you remember back in, like, the 2010s, I, one of the Hobbit movies came out, and they shot it at 60 frames per second. And people were like, this looks weird, it looks unnatural, I don't like it. Um, th this movie, Sharkula, takes the opposite approach. It appears to have been filmed at 10 frames per second, and everything <laughs> is blurry and shitty. And But it's, it's not blurry in that it's out of focus, it's blurry when anyone moves, because there's not enough frames of them moving. To make it look normal. Um, it, it sort of gives it like this dreamlike effect. Like I, I imagine filmmakers use this. You know if they're filming a sequence. Like on a TV show where somebody's dreaming. And they're like running through the woods or whatever. And everything's blurry. And you know it's it's all like ethereal. It's sort of like that. Only these are normal shots of people talking to each other. And everything just looks awful. Um it's so the the sets are garbage as always because they're just filmed in whatever house they have access to. I imagine it's just someone's <laughs> someone's house. One of them, I don't know. Someone lives there probably. Um, but the other weird part about the 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 footage of it is like there's also establishing shots. Like let's say they're at a, a pier, they'll show footage of a normal like a boat pier, you know, with and, and boats coming in and out to say to let you know, hey, they're at a pier. You're like, okay. And that footage of the pier, they probably purchased it from somewhere else because it's crisp, it's HD, it's filmed normally, and then it cuts back to the footage of the characters in the movie, and it looks like ass. And they constantly, this is happening through the movie, where it's like, oh, this looks great, and then it goes back, oh, we're back to the rest of the movie, son of a bitch. Um... So yeah, it, it kind of looks like crap. The audio is okay. I don't have any complaints about it. It matches the people speaking most of the time. Um, the plot, it's not really... It doesn't really exist. It's not a big part of the movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it starts off, Dracula gets driven into the ocean by the villagers. And he's, he's stabbed with a knife by Mark Polonia and falls off a cliff and uh, lands in the water and is attacked by a shark. And the shark, uh, uh, I don't know, visually it already looks like some type of zombie shark. I don't know. There's like chunks of flesh missing from it already. Maybe it's just a coincidence. Uh, he attacks Dracula, and Dracula bites the shark, giving birth to Sharkula. So, um, years later, I don't know if they explain how many years later. It could be ten, it could be a thousand, I don't know. Um... Dracula now runs this town called Arkham, and he hires two guys to come work unloading ships because he's got this import-export business. And uh, Renfield shows them around, and uh, they, they eventually they learn by either talking to the townspeople or figuring it out themselves that one, Dracula lives there and runs the town and everyone is under his spell. And two, there's some type of shark monster that they're, the townspeople are feeding sacrifices to. And uh, 
the the effects. I mean, my God, it's. I described it to somebody as like, if a nephew that you have does a drawing of a shark, and you're holding it up to the camera and shaking it around, that's essentially what the special effects in the movie look like. Um, there's also a hand puppet, so it's not just digital effects. <laughs> there is a hand puppet, and very practical effects. Yes, there's some practical hand puppet effects. Uh, where it, it, a close up, it could bite people. Um, you never see the whole shark, obviously, except for very, like I said, the drawings that are shown on screen. I hesitate to call them CGI even. I don't know. It's more like JPEG. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty bad. Eventually, I'm just going to spoil them. I know this is a brand new movie and people probably don't want spoilers for it, but I feel like getting into the, uh, into the theme here. Uh, if you're going to get into some weird shit, you, we might as well just go all out with it. So, uh, Dracula gets with these two guys um, that, that he hired and explains to them, like, here's the situation. I bit this shark. I need you to kill this shark for me because I can't do it because I have control over the shark and the shark has control over me. So that's why we have to keep feeding these sacrifices to the shark. So I want you to kill the shark for me. And they're like, okay. I, I don't know why they agreed to this, but uh, one of them dies, maybe even off screen. I don't know. He just disappears. And the other guy is, uh, is around. And uh, the plan is they're going to lure the shark out of the water with a, a, a sacrifice. And this guy's going to stab it. And uh, that's going to kill the shark. So they do that. They lure the shark out of the water, and he tries to stab it, and doesn't successfully stab the hand puppet. Uh, but the hand puppet does bite Dracula's finger off, and uh, and then the guy has like a torch and touches the shark with the torch, and it bursts into flames and dies. But now, here's the twist. Okay, Dracula has been bitten by the shark vampire. And now Dracula is now like a double vampire, but also is turning gray. So maybe he's got some shark in there as well. So he loses control over his minions, and the spell is broken over the town, but now Dracula is hungry for flesh. <laughs> so no, it's, it's fucking, it's a doozy, man. Uh, I won't completely spoil the ending because why would I bother? I, I've enticed everybody so much with this one. Um, I, I, I take it back and I say that this is the, wor the worst Polonia movie. I don't think it is. Um, the more I think about it, the more it sort of makes me chuckle because of how bad it was. And if you want a movie that's going to do that, um, the best thing I can say about the movie is, is I think it's an hour long. Let me just double check that. Uh, ba 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 there's a specs on here. Sci-fi something. Oh, it doesn't have it on here. It can't be that long. It's only got to be like an hour. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't necessarily recommend it. But if uh, if you come across it, if it ends up on Tubi for free, and you think that the um, title is hilarious, um, watch the trailer first. Go online and watch the trailer. <laughs> and then if you make it through the trailer... You'll you'll know if you're ready for the rest of it. <laughs> so well, I will say this: you have not enticed me to watch no. it at all. Oh, there's also a couple like weird zombie guys. I don't think they're vampires. Maybe they're ghouls, but they're in there as well. So uh, 
yeah, it's uh, it's a fucking weird movie, man. Any Polonia is going to be a weird movie. And uh, I saw this week that they also just announced uh, Shark Doll, where the, uh, the the creature is a small doll, and I think that's going to work really well because I know they already own a shark hand puppet. So. <laughs> And that's Sharkula, baby. Oof. Shane, you have another weird movie you want to discuss? I don't, actually. I did think about it, but I really couldn't think of another movie that I just thought was completely fucking weird. I mean, there's a, there's a so, bunch. I know Mike had already mentioned Haosu. Um That's probably one of the weirdest fucking movies I've seen, that Japanese house movie. I did think about, I did think about Splice. But I think we covered that years ago. Well, and we did talk about Splice. I don't know if that's so much weird. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of gross and creepy. Yeah, and I, I own like a lot of like weird movies, but I've talked about them. Um, there's that one I talked about with the mold growing in the bathroom that becomes sentient. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, voiced by Jeffrey Combs. What the fuck's the name of it? <laughs> oh, Motivational Growth. Yes. I really like that movie. Um, what else? The he- uh, he- any Hennelotter movie, any Frank Hennelotter movie is oh, fucking yeah, weird as shit. Fun. Basket Case, or, uh, Frankenhooker, or, um, um, what's that one? Bad, uh, Bad Biology, is that the name of it? Yeah. Where the guy has the monster penis, and he meets the woman with a monster vagina. And, uh, I, I can't remember if it was a good pairing or a bad pairing. It's been a while. Isn't that the one with the detachable penis that basically gives women's women orgasms to the point of death? I know the penis has an insatiable hunger for sex. Um, there is, I mean, it, it's kind of similar to his other movie, Brain Damage, where the uh, the alien monster looks like a penis and like it stabs people in the back of their neck and gives them like mind-blowing euphoria or whatever. So there, right. there is that. Uh, but then that thing has to eat brains. So, yeah, any any Frank Hanalotter movie is fuck is going to be weird and it's going to be hilarious. I've actually been meaning I wanted to revisit the Basket Case trilogy because uh, I watched the first one last year, I think. And uh, I wanted to go back and watch two and three because I remember, like, the monster gets married and, like, has kids <laughs> It's fucking so stupid. There's also another movie I talked about. I had to look it up because I can't read it from here, but it's called The Similars. I talked about it on the uh, the podcast before, but it's about like people in a bus station. Oh, I watched that and they're one. Slowly... Did you? Yes, your recommendation. <laughs> did you like it? I did. Yeah, it's they all, all these people start morphing into the same looking guy <laughs> is like the best way I can describe yeah. it. It's very odd, but I it it's like in black and white, and it takes place during like the '60s, and it's a really cool movie. It's Mexican, right? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really like that one. I remember that. That was a good one, good weird one. So I I did start watching another movie I intended to talk about, but I didn't finish it. Uh, it's called Grave of the Vampire. And it's a 1970s movie, and it opens up with this young couple uh, who. <laughs> who go to a graveyard to make out and uh, they get spooked by somebody in the graveyard and um, 
they, so they, they go back to their car and the guy proposes to the woman after they were just making out in the graveyard and uh, she accepts and they start to, they go up to the back seat of the car to have sex and they're about to have sex and a vampire um, rises from his grave and like comes out and he's all like gray faced and like covered in like makeup and stuff and like just looks like shit and uh, kills, the, pulls the guy out of the car fights him for a little bit and then hilariously like completely bench presses this guy straight up in the air and drops him drops his spine onto a grave and breaks his back <laughs> i was laughing that's amazing oh yeah just like complete i forget what that move is in wrestling where you know what i mean they lift him above their head and he drops him um i think it's just called a backbreaker yeah something like yeah but he doesn't drop him on his knee he drops him on a tombstone <laughs> Oh, just <laughs> so uh, and then the vampire goes back to the woman. You know, obviously she's screaming. She just watched her uh, fiance uh, get killed by a vampire and uh, the vampire just rapes her, uh, takes her out of the car, tosses her into a grave, hops in the grave and rapes her. And then uh, the sun starts coming up. So the vampire hightails it out of there and goes and hides somewhere. And um, the. Uh, this like homeless guy, I guess, uh, gets the woman to a hospital, and the police are interviewing the homeless guy, and he's like, he's like, listen, I know it's I'm a drunk, and you're not gonna believe me, but you know, this guy was there, and he ran off when the sun came up, and blah blah blah, and the, detec- the detective is like, did he come out of a grave? And the guy's like, I don't know, was he running from the sun or was he running from you? And he, the homeless guy's like, I-, I don't know, the sun was kind of there. Like the, the detective's like, this was a vampire, I know it. <laughs> That that's immediately where you went. That the rapist is a vampire. <laughs> so anyway, um, turns out obviously the woman is the woman is now pregnant, and uh, the doctor's like, "Hey, listen, you're pregnant, but your baby's dead. You can't. You have to have an abortion." He's like trying to force an abortion on her, and I'm watching this movie. I'm like, "What is this fucking movie? The 1970s are weird as shit," and. Uh, so she refuses, she won't have the abortion because she doesn't like that the doctor gave her too many pills. So she's like, I don't trust doctors anymore. I'm not going to this doctor. I'm going to go have my dead baby on my own. Um, (laughs) so she, her and this nurse, she gives birth to the baby and I mean, it's, it's undead, you know, like the nurse spanks the baby and it cries. They don't really show the baby. It's like all wrapped up in a, in a, in a towel or whatever. Uh, but the baby won't feed. It won't nurse. Like, she's trying to breastfeed it, and it won't do it. But then she accidentally cuts herself on a knife. And then the, the, the baby, they're dripping blood on, like, a baby's face. <laughs> and the baby's lapping it up. So she realizes that the baby likes blood. So she starts um, draining her own blood to feed the baby. And then it just flash forwards, I don't know, I'm going to guess 30 years, based on the age of the actor. And the the mother is dead. Um, he's at her funeral, and now this vampire, half vampire, I don't know, um, is uh, going around trying to find his vampire father so he can kill him. Um, and it, it turns out the vampire father is now a professor at a college, uh, teaching classes on the occult. So he goes to night classes. Uh, to track down this this uh, evil vampire and to battle him, and 
I didn't make it too much further after that other than him being in class and talking about vampires and basically confronting this guy to be like, hey, did you know about this vampire from New England who apparently rose from the dead and killed people 30 years ago? Oh, my God. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's it's goofy. It's a 70s. There's a disco scene. Um, and... Uh, I think that's about the that's about the part that I left off on. So I got to go back and see how it ends, because it started pretty wild, and uh, I'm excited to finish it off. So that's Grave of the Vampire. I think it's on two. It's either two. No, that one's Amazon Prime. I don't know if that's on Tubi. That one I was watching on Amazon. So, yeah, I, I look forward to uh, eventually finishing that off. Hopefully tonight. That sounds like the the part with the baby. It sounds like that movie Grace. Grace. I think it's called Grace, where the woman gives birth to, like, a, a dead baby. I think it's dead, but, like, he likes blood. Oh, it's like a vampire baby? Uh, hold on. Yeah, it's called Grace, 2009. Uh, Michael and his pregnant wife are involved in a car accident. Michael dies, and doctors tell Madeline that her unborn child is dead. Madeline desperately desperate after trying to have a child for years decides to carry her baby to full term anyway the child a girl initially appears as stillborn after a while though she seems to revive and madeline names her grace it soon becomes clear something is wrong with the baby she develops unhealthy smells attracts flies and craves blood unhealthy smells (laughs) doesn't every baby have unhealthy smells i have no clue i haven't sniffed many never sniffed a baby Unbelievable. But yeah, it sounds like it sounded like Grace. Which is also a weird movie. I haven't seen that one. Uh but speaking of that, that does remind me of another movie called Baby's Blood. And I <laughs> I believe that one is a pregnant woman who the the baby inside her craves blood. I'm gonna have to look this up because I watched it so many years ago. Baby's Blood. I think that's the name of it. Oh, ba- be careful where you type that. Baby blood, not baby's blood. Yeah, a strange creature crawls into a woman's uterus. She becomes a killer in order to feed the terror growing within her. <laughs> oh my god! I gotta go back and watch this again. I definitely have the DVD. It's a French movie. Oh, what's the fucking name of it? Val and I watched it, and in the end, a monster becomes a baby and goes into the woman's vagina. Uh, Jason goes to hell. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, and that baby blood, I, w- I looked it up and it said Gary Oldman provides the voice of the fetus monster in the English dub. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm serious. Gary Oldman plays a fetus monster. I'll tell you, he is one of the greatest actors of all time. <laughs> He's done it all. <laughs> Dracula, Commissioner Gordon, fetus monster. Vicious. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. All right. He was awesome. Oh, I got I got to add this to my list now too. I got to finish off that vampire movie. I got to go watch Baby Blood again. Again. Well, I watched it like I don't even I want to say 20 <laughs> years ago now. I like I'm it's I'm so old that I can't remember. I added it to my watch list. Good. Smart. 
No, it was probably only like 15 years ago that I watched it. Oh my god. So weird. Alright, uh, uh, I'll try to think of other weird movies. I should have done this in my movie room and I could just look at the wall and be like, yeah, here's a weird one. I mentioned um, on the last episode, Mike, I think you've seen it. I mentioned Mystics in Bali. Mm, okay. Did you watch that one? No. Oh, it's an Indonesian movie about like a woman... Like, she's trying to become a witch, and, like, the witch makes this woman's, like, head and intestines leave her body, and then she sucks the fetus. There's a lot of fetuses going on in these weird movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of a theme, I guess. I guess you want to make something weird, make it a fetus. Um, yeah, uh, other weird shit, like, basically any trauma movie. Um, you know, The Class of Nukem High, that's a fucking weird one. And I believe that one also has a radioactive fetus. So I th- there's a um a segment in the it's the multi-regional um movie the fuck's the name of it uh, I can't I can't think of the word but what's like a movie with like different stories into anthology? it anthology yeah it's a it's like a multi-regional asian anthology called three extremes uh-huh. have you it's amazing it's awesome but there's one segment where a woman uh she gets like eternal life because she keeps eating fetuses from a restaurant mm. so check that out absolutely <laughs> oh man yeah we should have just done fetus horror that's a whole episode hey um, I'm down for that man <laughs> well you two can do that one on your own because I can fucking do that <laughs> Fetus horror? That's a great idea for an episode. No one, listen, no horror podcast has ever done a fetus horror episode. Dude, we're That's doing a it. challenge. I challenge. We'll do fetus horror, we'll do predator, and then maybe <laughs> next year we'll do stranger things. Oh my god. Well, should we save predator till when predator comes out, probably? Or prey? Yeah. 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 But we'll still we'll still do the Stranger Things right, next year. And we gotta get a hold of somebody. I bet I could get George on defeat his horror. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go do research and put put together my list of fetus horror movies. <laughs> I'm gonna do that at work tonight. I'll only do the ones that I already own and see how many I come up with. Jesus. <laughs> I'll uh, you know what I'll have to go into my fetus horror section. That's where. Oh yeah, yeah. That's where I keep them all. That takes up the majority of your collection. Yes, it's like slashers, vampires, fetus horror. (laughs) Oh man! All right, that was a good tangent. All right, well, let's wrap this up, boys. I think we got enough, and we've horrified any of our listeners. Um, Our Disney sponsorship (laughs) is sure to come in after this one. (laughs) Right after our feet, we're gonna do Doctor Strange and fetus horror. Oh my god. (laughs) It's like the worst type of horror you could talk about. (laughs) I'm sorry, you put our episode you you put our Doctor Strange review on what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just look up the episode Fetus Horror. It's in there somewhere. (laughs) Where they expect it's a fucking horror podcast. Oh, Oh, that's so fucking funny. Oh, Okay, you guys got anything else you want to talk about, or can we wrap this up? Let's wrap it up. 
nothing to talk about. All right, excellent. Okay, everybody. Well, thanks for listening, and fellas, thanks for joining me. Uh, if you want to get a hold of the podcast, you can reach us at allyouneedisbloodpod at gmail.com. I still have some stickers I'm supposed to send out. I actually sent some to one of uh, – somebody wrote in, uh, Brandon, and uh, I sent him off a couple stickers. So hopefully he got those and he's, oh, he's cool. enjoying them. Um, so if anyone wants a sticker, you can let me know. Uh, or not. I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're really selling yeah, those. Yeah, I know, right? Well, I'll have to order more once I give them all away, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> I got to get you guys stickers too. Fuck. Yeah, I'll put together that box I've been meaning to forever. But, all right, uh, yeah, if you want to, uh, what I say, get a hold of the podcast, all you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on our Facebook group, All You Need Is Blood. And uh, if you want to get a hold of me, I'm on Facebook and on uh, Instagram, All You Need Ryan, on Twitter, at Ryan Tutelo. And you can also catch me on the upcoming horrormovies.com message board. I'm always floating around there, uh, mostly just talking with Mike about Elden Ring, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Mike, any contacts for you? Uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram. I do the All You Need Is Blood podcast um, Instagram account. I do my own Instagram, which is Whittemore, my last name. Um, I'm on the forum. I am on the Facebook groups. That's about it. All right, Shane. You can find me on Instagram, RoboGoon74. You can find me on Twitter, Dead Cell Society, and the All You Need Is Blood podcast group on Facebook. All right. Well, thanks, fellas. Thanks for joining me. And uh, thanks for everybody for listening. And I'll just say bye for now. Bye. Bye, Oh, my God. It's going to take me like two hours to, to. go through all my movies. Maybe if I, I could... What if I could do a search? If I just type in fetus in here, you think it'll come up? Fetus. In where? My movie list. Uh, I typed in the word fetus, and the only thing that came up was baby blood. <laughs> That's hilarious. My, where, do you, where do you keep your collection at? Uh, CLZ. Um, they, they have uh, an app and some other stuff, so I use... They, they also have uh, an online version, but... Oh, okay. I, I use the app, mostly. But, uh, yeah, so that's the only thing I came up with. But I know I have more. You know what the problem is? There's, like, a bunch of movies where I'm sure that's, like... Like, Dawn of the Dead. There's a zombie fetus, right? Oh, the yeah. Remake. But I think the fetus episode has to be primarily around the fetus. Right, right. So, like, um, you know. what's that movie? The Kindred? Is that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's, oh boy, uh, inseminator. Does that count? <laughs> sure. <laughs> inseminoid. So we I'm do, sorry, inseminoid. Are we going to do an episode on horror porn, man? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I probably have some of that. I'd have to go look. I know I got a bunch of if weird, not, weird '70s shit thanks to fucking vinegar syndrome. You never, one of their. Yeah, I was just gonna say, <laughs> if not, you can go on vinegar syndrome, and I'm sure there's some there. <laughs> oh god! All right, boys, I am out of here. All right, I'll see you guys later. Yeah, catch you all later. Yeah. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye.